Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. Welcome to our GFA podcast, ReChurch. Today I'm interviewing Dr. Bruce McAllister. Bruce, glad to have you with us again. Good to be back, Marsh. Thank you. You have been with us several times. Each one has been a blessing, and our listeners have enjoyed listening to your input. So today we want to discuss your next phase of ministry. So tell for our audience who may not be familiar with you a little bit of your history and ministry, what you've been doing. Okay. I've been serving at Bob Jones University for over 40 years. Uh, 38 of those years was directly with the BJU ministerial class, either serving as assistant to the director or for 24 years as the director of the class. And so uh, in that connection, I've helped train a lot of men for ministry taught church planting for I think around 25 years or so. Just oversaw the student outreach ministries and kind of on the side, I was involved with with GFA as well some in the last 20 or so years. So So for 20 years you served on the board and really the last 10 years you've been part of the executive committee. So your your ministry's been interwoven with GFA for many years. Yes, it has. Okay, so you're facing a, are you looking to transition ministries? Right. Uh, yeah. And this will happen when? Yeah, well, I'm winding down at BJU at the end of this school year, and so I'm looking to start with GFA in early June. Amen. So, yeah. so first let me commend you from going to a ministry and to a ministry. Yeah, thank you. So you're transitioning not away from ministry, yeah. but just to the next chapter of ministry. Right. And I think it's so important because you're how old? I'm 64 now. Okay, so yeah. all of us in our 60s need to really be thinking about that. Right. So the next phase, so again, thank you for just going to the next chapter God has for you. I think that'll be a great encouragement to everyone listening. A few years ago, uh, I was traveling along in a car with uh, Dr. Don Sisk coming from a pastor's conference, and he gave me a copy of his book called Fourth Quarter. Mm -hmm. And of course, he's the former director of BIMI Missions and just a, a great man, and he's probably in his 80s now. And and uh, that was that was a neat experience to spend that time with him, and then to get his book and to read the challenge that he wrote about making the most of your upper Amen. year. So we don't exactly know if we're in the fourth quarter or not. I'm, not, I'm sure I'm in it by now. You don't know when the buzzer is going to go off, but right. but my prayer for some time has been that God would uh, enable me to be faithful and fruitful and fervent and to finish well to the glory of God. So Amen. I'm in good health, feel good, and I'm uh, loving life and ministry and family and all the lights are green lights right now so we're just uh, looking for great things ahead. All right so let me just back up just a minute so in reality your burden has not changed. No not one bit. For all these years anyone that knows you you've been a friend and supporter of pastors and churches so that's just going to continue right? I love pastors. I love the churches. I love to have a part in challenging and, and training young men for ministry. I realize the those days, as far as the official classroom setting, is probably behind me now. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I did a lot of administrative work at BJ, connected with pastors, church staffing, things like that. So to me, it's it's actually building on uh, the. Uh, it's really rather a vast 
uh, number, network, whatever you call it, of, of people that I feel mm -hmm. very closely connected to in ministry. And I actually, I love to not only strengthen existing relationships with pastors and be an encouragement to them, but also make new friends. Amen. I love making new friendships with men of God. And so uh, as we go forward with GFA, I'm, I'm hoping that will be fruitful for this mission. Great. And your official title will be which is a director of ministry relations. Right. I, I think that title is Bruce McAllister. When I think of your ministry across the United States and really across the world. All right, so let's divide that for our listeners so they will be aware of GFA's burden to support American churches, support American pastors. So tell us a little about the primary areas of ministry that you'll be focusing on. Okay, so one of the key connecting points is that from an American viewpoint, the, the health of American fundamental churches is uh, very directly related to the, to the current and future health of mission projects, church planning, and mission work around the world. That is from an American viewpoint. I realize sure. you know, God can do it totally without America, but I think that's where your burden is as well, Marsh, as you do church mm -hmm. revitalization and encourage churches. And I'm really looking forward to the partnership that we're going to be forging and just hand in glove working together constantly with churches. So to break it down in categories, uh, first would be in church planting, mm -hmm. uh, promoting biblical church planning and biblical church ministry among USA churches. Uh, I wrote my doctoral dissertation on church planning. It became the course notebook, the manual for our, our course for 25 years across the street at BJU. I think I've probably trained around a thousand men in church planting over those years, estimating. And then I prayed for a large number of church planters that went out from BJU or church planters from other schools that I know. I love church planting, I love that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to continue to promote that and to, uh, through GFA, you know, we, we're gonna try to continue to financially support the planting of churches as God provides. So we've planted through GFA in the last um, 20 to 30 years about 30 churches. Mm. So I wanna try to stay in touch with those guys, encourage them, promote greater fruitfulness in their ministries. And, it, and really not only uh, GFA's part in that, but actually really churches should be planting churches. Amen. That's the best model. We just support the churches as That's they plant right. churches. Yeah. There's different models. but So church planting would be uh, one area of interest, church planting and development. So also to help these church planters that are there take the next step of yeah. church health from the, what you've seen, yeah. whether it be a personal decision for the pastor, yeah. or church decision, so all that's involved yeah. in that support, right? Yeah, building program, and you know, most everyone planning a church is doing it for the first time, and they tend to be relatively on the younger side of life and ministry, mm -hmm. so it just, you know, you've done church planning, replanting, I've done church planning myself, and so, and we have a lot of resources to draw upon. So, Great. Yeah. So keep going, so yeah. church planning and development. Yeah, and, and then of course, uh, existing churches uh, have challenges sometimes finding a new pastor to succeed or retiring or a pastor who has resigned. And so there's a lot of work that is very important work in helping ministries transition. And I've been doing this again at BJ for uh, around 30 years, helping churches with church staffing needs. And I'm, I just wanna keep doing that type of work, formally, informally, through whatever means we can do that. 
we're actually in our in our fundamental circles, and I don't think it's limited to us. You hear the Southern Baptists talking about the same thing. There is a coming, what appears to be a crisis, of having enough mm-hmm. pastoral leadership to take the ministries into the next generation. I've done some fairly technical study myself. I'm seeing that a large percentage of the men are 60 and older that are pastoring churches right now, and actually uh, uh, virtually three-fourths of pastors, uh, current pastors, are 50 and older. Mm. And the numbers of younger men coming behind are just not there numerically in terms of succeeding these eventually exiting pastors. So I see some real challenges there. There have been a number of uh, colleges and seminaries that have closed. So they're no longer producing mm-hmm. uh, pastoral prospects for the future. And then the numbers of men preparing for the ministry is, uh, has been sinking over the last uh, 10 years particularly, and it's gotten alarming here in recent years. So we're facing some challenges, and I don't uh, pretend to have all the answers to all of this, but I want to put some focus on that and bring to the attention of the church public the coming crisis. And I, all you have to do is travel in churches Anybody with their eyes open sees it. Aging grain congregations and aging grain pastoral mm-hmm. leadership. Mm-hmm. And so uh, not only statistically, but common sense wise, there's some things here. And it's nothing new really in the history of Christianity because right. in a sense there's always been uh, the labors are few kind of concept. And then when you extrapolate that out to international missions, which is of course what mm-hmm. GFA is primarily all about, then there's a very similar need for uh, with the aging and graying of fundamental missionaries who's going to take their spot and beyond just taking the place of is we're supposed to be expanding the gospel ministry outreach so for the workers to take the gospel to new areas in the world and develop ministries and establish a gospel base all of these challenges are pretty major and so again uh, I would like to do whatever I can in my uh, remaining years of ministry to to help in this regard. Let me pick up on that just a minute because the staffing assistance is so important in my opinion. Because when a pastor retires or resigns, most likely the church has not been through this on a regular basis. So I think what you're bringing to the table is assistance to help a church walk through the process. I know you'll also, uh, we may deal with this later, a little bit of the interim pastoral ministry or the transitional pastors that, that can come in and help. But I think uh, I, I'm very impressed with two prayers, the prayer of Moses and Numbers. And Moses said, may the congregation of the Lord not be a sheep without a shepherd. Mm-hmm. And then in Christ, his, when he was moved with compassion, seeing the people, yeah. he described them, Lord, send forth labors into the harvest because they are like sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. So a healthy church needs an under shepherd. This is the way God's designed it. So I think to me, one of the most valuable things you bring to the table to help churches is the knowledge of 40 years experience with pastors and churches. And this is one I'm really excited about, the support that you're bringing, that you've already been doing, but also now uh, with GFA, you can continue that same valuable support uh, to the local churches. Any other comments on that you wanna make? In that connection is the interim pastor program, which you're working with, and. I'll be working with, and so currently GFA has about, uh, I think it's something like seven upper age, so so to speak, retired ministry couples that are willing to go out and serve as 
uh, the men as interim pastors in these churches that are without pastors. I can see us expanding that because mm -hmm. there are going to be a large number of very fine men and their wives who are going to be getting to that point where they, they're not going to be able to continue full-time in what they're doing, but they would like to stay engaged mm -hmm. in ministry. We would love to identify people of, of like mind to go and help uh, churches. We'd love to identify more churches that need the interim pastor program. So that's, that's a huge arena right there, and it's pretty labor-intensive when you get into it. it uh, of course, our friend Dayton Walker has been helping us yeah. uh, a lot with that yeah. already. And, and so I see, I see a lot of potential there, both in terms of productive, uh, enjoyable service for upper-age uh, folks, as well as the churches in need. It's like you say, I think of churches as families. Most churches are not big churches. Most churches are 75 to 100, 125 people. Some are 50, some are 40, some are 25. But you think about churches analogous to families. Families need leadership. They need a, a loving, a leading dad. They need a supportive, submissive, kind, serving mom. And uh, you, know, you think of families without parents, children without parents, families without proper uh, godly leadership. And they, it's so hard for mm. children growing up in a setting like that. And if you push that over to the local church, you have, just think of the churches that are planted, developed, and now they, their pastor moves on. He passes on to heaven or whatever. So these people, the Bible calls us sheep, and they, they need help. Yeah. And so all that's been going on in that setting for decades and decades of ministry can be harmed, hindered, or yeah. uh, it, can, it can evaporate if there's not proper leadership. So again, it's God's church and he's the one that owns it he's the one that directs the traffic but if we can be used by God to help connect people we'd love to do that so. all right so another part would this be relations pastor and church relations explain to yeah. our listening audience how that works because well, I, mean, I know personally you know a lot of these men by <laughs> name you pray for so many by name so just expand on that a little bit Bruce if you would well ministry is accomplished through relationships our relationship with God, the power of the Holy Spirit through our lives, our relationship with the Word of God, and our relationship with the, the people of God, and really our relationship with lost people as well. It, mm -hmm. it all takes place through relationships. And I like to put it this way, the, the capital of warm, productive relationships is trust. Mm. And so there has to be a level of, of trust both developed and maintained for relationships to work. Certainly love is, is part of that equation as well, mm -hmm. love and trust. And so the building, developing, the maintaining, the strengthening of relationships takes time. You cannot rush that. It takes investment. It takes prayer. In terms of GFA's broader mission of international church planning and evangelism, discipleship, GFA itself needs to find ways to have closer relationships and build greater trust. And, and so if I can be a help in that whole process of ministry relationships, pastor relationships, with the greater purpose, I'm just building some bridges across which missionaries can go through local churches, right. understanding what GFA is all about and what our missionaries are all about. Last night, for example, at our church, we heard a phenomenal mission presentation from a young couple that are coming on here with GFA. And uh, my pastor and I happened to be in on that the GFA interview committee from a board standpoint. We interviewed them 
and of course highly recommended them to go forward and, and they're officially now with GFA. What a privilege it will be to be a, a face for GFA, helping Dr. Mark Pretori, our director, as I'm able to travel and preach in churches and share the ministry of GFA so that young adults can find their way, hopefully even more rapidly, out to their field and not be caught in multi-multi years of, of deputation. As well as other the young couples being called. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And presenting I'd, the burden. I'd love to get into church youth groups yeah. and, and churches generally and, and, and preach on dedication and surrender. And you hardly ever hear people preaching on full-time Christian service in mm -hmm. the ministry. Well, these have been themes I've been carrying for very many years. And, and so I believe we need to get all that stirred up by the help of the Holy Spirit and preaching and, and just encourage pastors along that line, encourage parents along that line. So it's a whole process here. So really it's a two-prong. You're, you're supporting pastors because some pastors need somebody to talk to. Yeah. A pastor and his wife, you may can go to your, one of your deacons, but sometimes you need a, a voice from the outside. And you have been that voice for many years and it will continue in this ministry, correct? Yes. So pastors can feel free to contact yeah. you as well as preaching and teaching in the churches to support the pastor in what they're doing, whether it be missions or their local mission to their Jerusalem. Yeah. So you'll be doing all this, correct? You're available for all of this. I'm available. I would love to um, preach in, in churches, at men's retreats. Uh, pastors' settings, conferences. Pastors' conferences. I've done very many yeah. pastors' conferences with uh, Dr. Bob over the years. and. Anything I can do to help promote the work of the gospel and just be used to the Lord. And one of the things we're doing together will be we're, we're doing in different cities. Mm -hmm. We're starting in April. It's called the State of the Church and Your Church. So I want to thank you in advance. You'll be a valuable part of that. And uh, so your ministry there to the pastors in these. So we'll make sure our listeners will be aware we're going to be in Atlanta in August. Okay. We're going to start here in Greenville in April and okay. then in the Denver area in October. Right. So uh, I appreciate you willing sure, to do that. And then uh, some of the other things, just want to touch base with this on. So we're talking about church planting, supporting pastors, preaching, church relations, uh, being a friend to pastors and pastors' families, as well as promoting GFA, promoting missions. Because right. sometimes we forget that, uh, again, as you said earlier, God can do without America. We understand mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But really, the health of the foreign mission programs, we know it is directly tied to the health of the right. our churches. That's right. That's right. So you're there to encourage and to strengthen. Yeah. Anything else you want to well, say I, about I that? I hope that we can uh, encourage effective praying along this line. I think sometimes we do an awful lot of talking, but maybe not enough praying. Mm. And so I'd like to see that arena strengthened as well. Maybe the Lord would use me a little bit in that direction, and not only for others, but for myself included in that. Uh, we really need to, to turn to the Lord. We have such a wonderful gospel message. Mm. We have the good news. The world is, is desperately in need for this. And what I like about the name of our mission agency, Gospel Fellowship Association, is to me it's just perfect because it focuses upon the message, the gospel. Mm -hmm. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also uh, to the Greek. And so we have the answer to man's sinful dilemma mm -hmm. and his need for an escape from the awful eternal wrath of God, a way to heaven to live with Christ forever. 
and to have a purpose for living here on earth. And so we have the message. And there is a very rich and warm fellowship that exists around the gospel. Mm -hmm. We have Christ in common. We have the Spirit of God in common. We have the Bible in common. And so we have this fellowship. And then we forge relationships, association, we call it with GFA, Gospel Fellowship Association, with people who are particularly like-minded in their theology, mm -hmm. philosophy, methodology of, of carrying forth that gospel message. You know, a lot of people are carrying the gospel in different, in different ways, in different settings, through different agencies, and, and we respect those differences. But GFA is, is committed to sound biblical ministry, mm -hmm. to a solid uh, biblical fundamentalistic type uh, approach to ministry that is balanced and that is fervent and warm-hearted, evangelistic, discipling, building local churches. And so we're in this Gospel Fellowship Association, both at home and abroad. And so these are the things that resonate with me. And like to have the privilege to work closely with you, Dr. Batori, Alan Patterson, mm -hmm. Michael West, Dale Crawford, Dale Crawford yeah. right here in the office, this yeah. wonderful team of godly ladies that uh, serve as the support staff with all the effort, and, and the missionaries of GFA. Mm -hmm. We have such wonderful, high-caliber, faithful, long-term, excellent missionaries. I've been in uh, Germany at Camp Impact at a missions conference there a few years ago. My wife Ellen and I were there and had a wonderful time and just great fellowship of missionaries there. A few years back we were in England at a GFA missionary conference there as well and I had the privilege to speak in both of these settings. And so when I'm around the GFA missionaries, let's say at the Wilds uh, annual family week that we have with GFA missionaries at our home, it's wonderful to be around them to hear what God is doing in and through their ministry. So I already feel connected to sure. you know GFA, but I ha and I have a lot to learn, Marsh. I have a lot to learn about all the details and and more of the details about the missionaries' ministries. But hey, you know it's it's exciting. All right, so this starts your official start date, and this ministry will be. It's June the third, but I'm already kind of getting in gear. Okay, okay. so okay. I'll probably kick in a little bit in May, and then uh, I'll wrap up uh, 41 full-time years at BJU. Actually, another GA year as well there, wow. and then I'll I'll step across the street, and we'll keep going. So all right, so tell me, this ministry's got to be funded. So our pastors that are listening, what you do. Um, we need to raise support for this. Okay, so you want to briefly touch on that? Yeah, this is something I've never done before. I've, I've You've never, always been on the other I've side. Never raised support. You've raised support for yeah. others, right? <laughs> yeah, and so uh, GFA does have some resources that will enable this ministry to go forward. But the reality is that we need to raise some funding for this. A ministry like to expand, this, to, ex to, to right. expand our yep. ministry of the local church. Absolutely. And we'll be traveling a lot, so you know, travel cost. We naturally have normal cost of living ourselves as a family, so we're going to need uh, some help on that. And I know that it's, it's a little bit in an unusual category. Churches are thinking they want to really do the primary missionary support for, for folks that are going to the foreign field, and we get that, but then there's got to be this, yes. this other vision burden that we've been talking about. So even if churches can just help a little bit, that would be wonderful. $25 a month or whatever they can do to just help us out would be greatly appreciated. All that can come right through GFA and it'll be all well accounted for. And I think any pastor that knows you is fully aware of your burden for churches. 
So this is nothing new. This is your, a continuation of what you've been doing, but now it's shifting gears and you'll be even more intricately involved with churches and pastors. So I just want to encourage pastors that are listening or individuals that know you, consider, pray, either a one-time gift, and I'm horrible at raising funds too, but I think when, when you understand and you travel to churches and you understand the need, it's there. Again, I'm finishing an interview with Bruce McAllister. He'll begin here with GFA in early June of this year. And just to encourage to invite Bruce in for missions, conferences, sessions, and just understand what he's doing to support. So, Bruce, what, any final words here? Thank you, Marsh. It's, it's just a privilege to So your new title will be Director of Ministry Relations with GFA. Yeah. Nothing really different you've been doing for 40 years. I mean, you have been in this role for so many years. I just think it's wonderful you're transitioning and continuing to be concerned for pastors. And so I just want to personally thank you for your friendship and what you have done and very excited to team with you and what you're going to do. Thanks, Bruce. You're listening to ReChurch, a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org consulting.